Welcome to the Hack Book Podcast, Episode 7. I'm your host, Shemichael Hallman. Each episode, we dive a little deeper to some of the ideas and thoughts that I discussed in my book called Hack, How a Christian Hackathon is Shifting Traditional Engagement Models and Creating an Ecosystem for Life Transforming Technology. Today's episode, we want to talk about generosity. I think for all the pastors listening to this, this is going to be the one you may want to tune your ears into, right? <laughs> uh, traditionally, the work of the church and nonprofits have been significantly underfunded. Um, and while there are very thoughtful and, and generous people in, 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 in many of our churches and, and probably make up a portion of our church, uh, numbers would seem to indicate that there are many more who are either casual givers, meaning they kind of give here and there, or reluctant givers who rarely give at all. Um, and this is a this is a major challenge for churches. Um, you know, how do we create um, a culture of generosity in our church? You know, all, as 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 faith organizations, there are things that we want to do. We want to feed the homeless. We want to meet needs in our community. We want to be able to help the single mother uh, with utilities. We want to be able to help the missionary that's overseas. We want to be able to um, host programs that lift people out of poverty and um, help restore people to normal lives. We want to be able to do these things. And yet it's, it's, it's virtually impossible to do some of these things and many of these things without necessary funds. And so how do we use technology to create um, a culture of generosity? How do we use technology to um, kind of capitalize on those who want to give or may want to give and simply are not doing so right now? You know, I once heard from someone that in order to unlock giving in your church and to create a culture of generosity in your church, that you needed three things. The first thing you needed was a cause. Uh, that you needed to let donors know uh, what their funds were going to accomplish. You know, even before you even asked them to give, you, that you needed to know how their giving was going to make a difference and that you had to kind of communicate that, right? And I said, you know, there are a number of things, right? And mission work, of course, kind of comes to the forefront that, you know, many of our churches, we have missionaries, we have um, causes that we want to fund. And so you have to have that. Um, the second thing is that you had to have convenience. You had to make it very easy uh, for people to give. Um, and that often meant making sure there was an opportunity to do that online or from a mobile phone. And then the third thing you needed was conviction. So you had to have, you had to have cause, you had to have convenience, you had to have conviction, right? And conviction was essentially tying the the gift to the giver, um, helping people see um, that um, they had been blessed to be a blessing. And while all three of those are, are certainly, certainly important, I want to talk about the first two, about the cause and about the convenience. Because I think um, as, 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 I, as I kind of think back over the hackathons and the apps that I saw that dealt with generosity, um, the bulk of them kind of fail within those two categories of cause or convenience. Um, and the first app that I want to talk about was one called Generous. And this, I think, would definitely fall in the cause um, category. Uh, Generous was a way for missionaries 
to tell their stories to their donor communities and easily accept donations. The app, this is a really, really great app. It's, I think it's still being developed. Uh, the, the purpose was to kind of create a bridge between missionaries who needed support and people who wanted to support them. Um, and so a person would open up the app and they would see the story of the missionary. And the, miss- the missionary would have, you know, maybe posted an update. Today I, I did X, Y, and Z. Or over this last week I was able to accomplish this thing. And they could kind of update givers on what they were doing and kind of what projects they were working on, you know, through pictures and, and videos and things like that. And then the person on the other end could, you know, kind of like essentially um, you know, tap uh, that person's story and in their tap uh, would be committing to give some amount of money, $1, $5, some small amount of money. And I thought it was really, really cool because it kind of leveraged that tap, that kind of like um, that we're used to with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and all the others. Um, but it was also kind of a way to create a connection, right? At this point, prior to this, you know, someone in the church would have to kind of share their story for the person. Um, but this was kind of eliminating that middleman of sorts and kind of creating a direct pipeline between um, the missionary and the person who could, who wanted to give. So I thought that was a really, really interesting way. And I think, you know, that you could push this beyond just missionaries. I think you could actually go so far as to do this for each ministry in your church, you know, whether it's the children's ministry or the outreach ministry um, or what have you. It could be really interesting to, you know, maybe using your existing app or using um, your existing website to kind of highlight what those particular ministries have accomplished or what they're trying to accomplish or some, some cool story and invite people to give to those. It could be a radically new way of kind of engaging people um, to give, right? It kind of uh, puts that cause front and center um, and help people see stories. So now they're not just, and we talked about this in the homeless episode, that the reason often why people don't want to give is because they're not really sure where it's going to, like a homeless person. They're not sure if after they give the money, if that person's going to go and get some beer or, or, you know, they're just not sure. And so that they're a little reluctant to do that. And I think the current culture of nonprofit organizations, uh, people are becoming more skeptical uh, of giving. Um, They are hearing stories of major organizations, big organizations, multi-million dollar organizations who um, are not appropriating funds uh, in the right way. And so that skepticism is causing many people um, to give in other ways or give to other organizations or to not give at all. So, um, and, and, and some of that could potentially creep over into our churches and our organizations. And so one way that we could certainly try to tackle that would be to do something like what Generous is doing in kind of highlighting and kind of creating um, uh, connection points for people to connect um, to the actual causes. The second area, I said the first area was cause. Second area was convenience. Third area was conviction. Second area is just convenience. Um, providing um, easy ways for people to give. And I said, you know, again, probably, you know, the easiest thing that any of us could do would be to have uh, a mobile giving, which is kind of exploding and pretty easy to set up with. 
with just a number of organizations who are coming online. It seems like every day there's a new uh, giving app for churches. So whether that is via website, uh, via text message, uh, via an app, um, there are many, many ways that, that you should be doing that. But also, you know, kind of an interesting thing came about in the hackathons, and there was this kind of idea of service as giving. And, and, you know, I think we often say in our churches that, you know, you should give your time, talent, and treasure. And often we don't provide ways for people to give talent. And so one of the apps that came about was this app called 10-Minute Give. And 10-Minute Give was um, an idea from a gentleman in Austin, Texas. He wanted to uh, collect all of the skills that a person had, you know, things that they could do. They could paint, they could draw, they could teach a workshop. And then he wanted to pull all of the needs the church had um, and encourage people to uh, give short bursts of talent. And I thought that was really, really interesting and neat concept and something that we might want to think about. You know, in previous episodes, we've talked about the busyness of people, their everyday lives, and how that kind of makes it difficult for connections to happen. But that also makes it very difficult for uh, giving to happen. And so to be able to give talent in, say, very short, you know, 10, 15-minute burst um, could be something very, very interesting. Now, that's going to look very different uh, for each church. You know, you have to figure out, you know, what in our church could be done within 15 or 20 minutes. But it is another way of kind of thinking through and kind of helping people find ways to give. So as always, I'd love to hear your stories, love to hear um, how maybe even right now you're using technology to uh, spur on giving, to create a culture of giving, to uh, maybe help a particular area in your church. Join us online, the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag The Hacked Book, The Hacked Book. I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts. And again, I will uh, post a couple of apps that I didn't talk about today that I think you may find interesting. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great one.